Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Attention. You have the power and you can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Every single one of you out there has the power to motivate and take their dreams beyond anything you ever thought possible. It's time for another episode of Trust and Believe with Sean T. Come on, y'all. Now, your host, Sean T. All right, I'm here with my girl, Zlata. I will be honest and say that I do think you're sexy. Fit comes second. Ooh, thank you. I do think you're sexy, and not just because of the way you look. Your personality is... I mean, we've only seen each other through the screen. One day we will embrace. <laughs> but... um. Thanks. I feel good. <laughs> I want to just begin and like, what was the biggest struggle you ever had? And the reason why I asked that question is because people are going to look at you. They, they, they immediately see a successful person. They immediately see a positive, energetic spirit. And obviously you live your life in that space. But, you know, the reality is people connect to where you came from. And so what was the totally. biggest struggle that you had in your past that you think was the driving force to get you where you are today? Oh boy. The biggest struggle moving was definitely the biggest struggle. And it was really, really difficult for many reasons. I mean, one reason is, you know, I was born and raised in Moscow. Um, I moved here when I was 16. So it was a total adult where you come from in Moscow. How was it? Why was moving here the biggest struggle? Because A, you lose a sense of independence because you, and in Alaska, it's different, right? If I moved to a big city where there was public transportation, it would probably be a little bit different. Um, in Alaska, especially where I lived, it's like there wasn't, there wasn't a bus system that went there. You would like straight up live in the wilderness. So, um, you know, and even though Anchorage is a big city, it's like uh, 350,000 people where I was, it just was not accessible to me. So, um, the sense of independence was lost in a way where you couldn't really go anywhere and you couldn't really do anything. So, and you couldn't go anywhere because you physically can't. <laughs> and as far as doing anything, it was, um, it is a lot different when you do not speak a word of English. Like, I did not, I mean, I could say hello and Big Mac, Big Mac, which probably explains why I wasn't sexy fit at the time, but, you know, that was it. And the sense of independence and, and being um, 
being a funny, outgoing self as you always were is just not possible. And um, sense of self was hugely missed for many years after that because, I mean, I moved here and then I was the girl who ate lunch in the bathroom and then I was the girl who the teacher made fun of her and then I was the girl who competed and then I was the pageant girl and then I was again the competitor and then waking up one day looking myself in the mirror going, who am I and where did the sense of self get lost? You know what I mean? Because you are, you're playing so many roles and you're fitting into those roles really well. But then at the end of the day, when you wake up and you go, who am I and what do I want? And why am I so burnt out? And why am I so tired? And is this actually even worth it? Is this my dream? And you start to ask yourself all these questions and you're like, okay, okay. So here's pause, the, here's the question you're doing. Speaking <laughs> of pausing. So here's the question. Because when you do ask yourself that question, what is your first step to actually figuring that out? Because who am I? Interesting. Yeah, because no, I was going to say because who am I is a big question when you don't know who you are. So, what were the steps that you took to actually find out who you are? You know, who who am I? And I remember looking in the mirror and and it was actually, it was just a collection of many different events that happened. It was like standing backstage at a fitness show and only talking about carbs. And I was like, okay, I'm not that, (laughs) not that, that's, I'm over it now. Um, And then coming to work, it was a series of questions. It's not like I asked myself one time when I got the answer, it was like magic bullet, right? Um, uh, And I was, I remember coming to work and I'm like, why am I here? Is this my dream? Is this what I wanted to do? No, not not really. And then as all the questions I've asked myself over a period of two months piled on, um, I just Googled one-way ticket to somewhere warm was my exact Google search. Oh, my goodness. And I ended up in San Diego. Ended up in San Diego, and I was like, I am not going to work, not going to do anything until I find myself. <laughs> so how did you... Don't do it that way. Don't do it that way because it's a lot of debt. Well, well, I will say this. Very expensive. I will say this. You know, we are, have a little similar path because to me, I mean, I was in a job that wasn't fulfilling me and I decided to move to L.A. to take a massive... to become a starving artist. And there are a lot of people out there who would look at that and be like, I would never do that because they always need a sense of security. And so I'm not going to answer this question because obviously I'm going to throw it to you. So what was the strength that drove you to go to a place where you knew you were going to go extremely in debt, but not work, but just to follow your heart for to find yourself like what? What was that one thing? Because if if we can help people find that one thing, and I mean, maybe it's for me. I know what it is for me, but what was it for you? My mom was a very wise woman, and I love her for that. Those things, mom. So here is what she said. I said, "Mom, I'm moving to <laughs> moving to California," and she's like, "Okay, go go for it." I'm like, I'm, "I am scared, mom," and she's like, "Okay, well, what's the worst that will happen?" I'm like. Um, I don't know. She goes, no, 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 walk me through it. I'm like, okay, well, I'll move there. Um, I'll starve. Um, I'll have to date a man to support me. <laughs> and then I'll get in debt. I won't find a job. And then I'll come back and I'll live with you. She goes, hmm, isn't so bad after all, is it? And I'm like, I guess not. And that's, so, yeah. 
You know, and, and our mind, our brain is so powerful. Our mind is so powerful. If we know that that's the worst that's going to happen, it, you know, we already, we already kind of know what's the worst scenario of how it's going to play out. And, uh, that was, that was comforting. It, it really was. It's like, you know, you can come back to your mother's basement. If, it, if you don't have the luxury of that, I'm sure you can come to your friend's basement. They're going to take you in for a couple of months until you find a stable job again. And coming back to the place where we started, the thing, the thing is, there's always that level of comfort that's available to us. You know what I mean? I would come back to Alaska. I would uh, buy another condo. Um, I would get my job back with corporate. And I would move out of mom's house within the next three to six months. Like... And that's why, and, you know, another thing, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's like, well, what is, what is it like to leave your job? You know what I mean? And what is it like to, um, to not know where you're going? And I'm like, well, it is really difficult. It is really complicated. But when you've been broke, it's not that bad. <laughs> so, you know, some things you no longer fear when you've already been there and yeah. when you've talked yourself through it. And you're right, because if you paint the picture... Like, I, I tell people, like, what's the worst that can happen? So, you know, if you paint the picture of, like, I'm going to move this for you, for instance. I'm going to move to San Diego. This is everything that I want to accomplish. And then in the distance, you have your, quote, unquote, backup plan. You're right. It's comforting. It's like, okay, I had that backup plan. For me, when I moved to L.A., I had, you know, I had my backup plan. But, you know, I was making over $100,000 a year to, to be a starving artist and there's so many people who are like I'm afraid to jump I'm afraid to jump and they settle for mediocrity and even listening to this if I was you know I would say I would say 13 year old Sean because I took my first leap at 14 years old but if I was 13 year old Sean I would be like oh well it was easy for you you know like if I was listening to you but it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't easy. And now when you look back and you explain, like, I was just going to go. You asked me about the biggest struggle after that first move, when my entire life flipped upside down, I was no longer with my family. I was no longer with my friends. I didn't know what is happening. I don't know who I was. I moved to countries. I don't speak language. Like I'm somebody makes fun of me all the time. You know what I mean? Like that was such a huge that was such a huge traumatic experience. What do you mean they time. made fun of you? Um, oh, when I was in high school, I was the the weird Russian girl, and then a, a, a my gym teacher, crazy lady, she she called me out in class for having a gut. How did you deal with that? Like you're in class, the 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 teacher, the person who's supposed to be leading the class and leading by example says the girl with the gut and then so the entire class looks at you like that what was that like oh man it was terrifying um my heart sunk because i didn't know what what gut was like i i had to look at her and i said what's gut mm. and then she made it even better by like leaning down and looking at me and like squishing her stomach and going gut really slowly and for some reason like Americans think if you don't speak English, if they say it louder, you'll somehow understand what that is. So, guys, that doesn't work. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, it, was, it was the worst moment. It was the best moment for many reasons. I think we have a tough time finding our best and our worst. So this is when the best happened. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. 
because at the time there was a girl in class and she was like, you know, like the perfect American movie girl, like tall, blonde, beautiful cheerleader, like hangs out with all the football players. She looks at me and she's like, um, I have a shirt for you. But I remember it was an act of a popular girl letting me like, like saving me basically. So I took her shirt and I was smart with it. I didn't give it back until the next day because the next day on a school bus, I was like going over the phrases, what I would say and what I would do when I give her the shirt back so we can become friends. Mm. Um, and I came to, you know, and I came to school the next day and I went all the way down to where the cool kids hung out and I handed her a shirt and I said, would you help me get rid of my gut? <laughs> and she was like, sure. So, and that's actually how I started. Uh, that's how I did my very first fitness show. She helped me lose the weight and compete in high school. And, and that was, you know, the worst moment really turned into a ground making groundbreaking, amazing point because I took advantage of the opportunity and I wasn't like completely stuck you know, I think personally, I think sexy is so far beyond a scale or a measurement, you know, and I, so, but you are the sexy fit girl. So tell us about, tell us what sexy fit means to you and your brand. You know, it is such an amazing question. And thank you for asking, because I feel like it is, um, there's a little bit of misconception around the word sexy. And I'm so glad we're finally embracing it a bit more. Um, when I originally started the company, this is literally how the conversation went. Um, I was sitting in a coffee shop in San Diego, broke <laughs> a year later, yep. a year later, like really broke. We were talking about beyond broke. Um, and we were kicking around an idea of starting a, a lifestyle company. And I was like, well, what are we going to call that? And like skinny fit, like lean fit, fit something. <laughs> and then my friend looks at me and she's like, what do women want? I'm like, brilliant. I'm like, they just want to be sexy. I just want to be sexy and fit. And that's how it stuck. And back then and now and for all the community, sexy means being your best self. And really, what is sexy for you? If, you know, it's not about the number. It's not about the size. It's not about... Um, you know, what is trendy in the moment, because we all know that health and fitness industry, just like fashion goes through trends. So it's not about, it's not about that. It's truly about how you feel in your skin and what is sexy to you. That is amazing because there's so many people. I mean, I, I talk about this a lot and it could be redundant for my listeners, but I personally don't think that don't get me wrong, like there are, you know, the people that we put on the cover of magazines, they are sexy. It's not, I'm not saying that they're not, but I just think that there's so much more that embodies what sexy is than just what our vision of sexy is. And I don't know if, I don't know if this world will ever get away from that. And I get it, you know, because everyone aspires to be lean and, you know, fit and this. But if you look at the, if you look at, the majority of people in this world, they don't look like that. And they are still sexy. They are still fit. And I just, you know, not that we can change the world today, but, you know, it's, it's interesting how I wish that we could see the world in a, in a 
not so like defined space. We have to understand that sexy is a feeling. It's not. It's not a look. It's not a number, and it's really n- not any of that. So I have. I always, always, always ask, "Why are you here?" Because, you know, and after I ask, "Why are you here?" That's when the right message comes through the person's mind. Because when we're triggered with a question, we have to come up with an answer, and. That's where we start because that start is going to be different for everybody. You know what I mean? I had, um, I had a woman who said, you know, I just had a wake-up call because my husband and I both fell and we couldn't get up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we were both so big, we couldn't get up. We, we had to, like, crawl and ask for help because we're so overweight. And then I had another woman who would come to me and say, you know, I need to lose the last 10 pounds. And then we go, why again? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I love it. Because my, for <laughs> me, it's, you know, I tell people fit doesn't have a size, it has a mentality. Because if it was really the size, we would never, you know, we would never quote unquote get bigger or go out of what our body, our natural body type is. We would just be like, oh. That's not what I'm supposed to look like, so I'm going to look like this. That's not what I'm supposed to look like, so I'm going to... But that's not what happens because life gets in the way and all these mental things and emotional things start surrounding your life. It was the idea of proving that thought wrong to myself and, and maybe even others. I mean, I haven't seen the gym teacher in how many years now, but it was just... It was that one little comment, and we all have had that one moment, that one comment, that one thing that has shifted how we approach health and fitness and our relationships with food and fitness and self. No matter what the story is, no matter what the journey is, it's like, do you trust and believe in who you are? So my question for you to give to my listeners is give us one way to help us to continue to trust and believe in who we are. (laughs) You know, I'm a big strategy person. And I'm also a big person about what our brain, what our mind thinks is what we believe. Mm -hmm. So, and I think it's critically important to review the story that we've been telling ourselves. And, uh, you know, there's been the study, the the 70,000 thoughts per day, and then over half of them are repetitive. And then that half over half of that is negative. So we do believe, we do end up believing the story that we tell ourselves. So, but how do you really break out of the loops and the patterns that our brain runs through? Because that's what our brain does. It's just going to go run through similar patterns. And to overcome the patterns, because I, you know, sometimes does happen where we, we have that moment where like, whew, my faith is very little right now. So what, what do I do? And it comes back to rituals. It really does. What do we tell ourselves? How do we start our day? And instead of, you know, doing the completely opposite when we're stressed out, that's why we lose faith and that's why we stop believing is because in a moment of stress, we stop doing everything that got us to trust and believe in the first place. So huge ritual person. I'm a huge ritual person. My morning walk, no phone, no Snapchat, no Instagram, can't be bothered with the world. (laughs) You know what I mean? Doing my monthly goal reviews happens every month no matter what. Um, you know, my daily water with lemon happens no matter what. And, and those rituals and those things, they really keep us glued together. They keep us as one vessel with mind and body. And that's what's so crazy important. And 
you know, another ritual that I love and it just like has helped me so, so much is when I'm feeling stressed because anxiety is something I battled for a long time. I have to slow down. I have to stop everybody. And I have to literally ask myself a few questions. I'm like, how are you feeling right now? What is the emotion? I'm feeling angry. Why are you angry? Well, this is why you're angry. Well, are you angry at them or are you angry at yourself? Why are you angry at yourself? You should forgive yourself because da, 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 da. So, you know, and having those little self-awareness moments and having those rituals, that's what keeps me trusting and believing. That's what keeps the faith going because otherwise it's just a big ball of mess in a stressed out world that keeps on running and never stops. So, Zlata, you are really, really fun, super cool. And very inspiring. And I hope some of my listeners go reach out to you and join the Sexy Fit journey now that they know about how you feel about yourself and not how you look. Well, thank you, Zlata. We appreciate it so much. Your voicemails and tweets are coming up next. Trust and Believe with Shanti. We'll be right back. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Do you want to send texts and motivate your friends? Well, guess what? I have it. It's time. Shanti's Fitmoji. It's Fitmoji by Shanti in the App Store and Google Play. You can send emojis, Shanti emojis. You can send food emojis. You can send fun video emojis. You can send audio file emojis that get to motivate you, your friends, and your family. And you get to send some fun gifts. Communicate. With the Shanti Fitmoji, and you will always dig deeper. Now it's time for Sean to answer your questions and tweets. It's Listener Interact Sean. Sean, what's up? It's Ryan from Charlotte, North Carolina. I know that you said in college you were around 50 pounds overweight. Uh, just curious what it was about that 50 pounds that made you decide that it was time to change and uh what was it that led to you gaining those 50 pounds was it injury or was it laziness was it just kind of like an unconscious decision or you know what happened i'd love to know yo ryan what's up um really good questions actually it wasn't injury it wasn't laziness um it had everything to do with me going through a change in my life and so You know, when some people go through divorce or a breakup, um, they kind of gain weight from the stress. For me, I was coming in, I was going into college. Yeah, I was fairly outgoing and popular. You know, I'd be at all the parties. I didn't drink, though. But it was like my second year in college, and I started to... um, Actually, I started gaining weight the first year, but it was my second year in college that really started to take a toll on me, like, personally. And so I've I've said this before, but I used to wake up to the song Outside by Mariah Carey because I loved Mariah Carey's voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just loved it. But then when I started to realize what I really liked about the song was the lyrics. And she would be like... It's hard to explain Inherently is just always 
it was like this entire process and the song was called outside and that's exactly how I felt like like I felt like I was somewhere on the outside like and there's this a verse in the song where she says earlier in your face the realization you don't have a space where you fit in and recognize you were born to exist because that's exactly what I felt that's exactly what I was subconsciously feeling as I was you know going to college and gaining some independence in my life and I was like oh my god like I'm totally like I accepted the fact that I was gay but I was ignoring the transition that like I really wanted to go into that space and so it's just like a relationship when you start to go into a relationship if you've worked out sometimes you spend so much time with the person that you starting to like love and court that you know the gym hits the back burner y'all start going out late at night eating you know getting pancakes mm-hmm. like me and Scott still do mm-hmm. and so it's just like that and then you're like oh my goodness I'm gaining weight I gotta get back and so that's the same thing that was happening to me in my life like I was starting to focus on everything about who am I where am I going and then one day I just you know I realized what it was I woke up I looked in the mirror and I realized I was 50 pounds overweight I was like eating dominoes late at night because when you're stressed you're going through school and you're going through a life change Nothing really matters except for that one thing that's occupying your brain. Did you realize that you, I mean, like, was it just you woke up and you're like, oh my God, I'm 50 pounds? Or did you see it happening while it was happening? Or is I, it like. Yeah, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was 50 pounds. I just was like, I, I'm really unhappy with what I see because I've never been in a situation where you could see my stomach through a t shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even a little bit. And. You know, one thing that, like, you know, I'm so heartfelt about today, and I want this to come across, like, in such a heartfelt way, because, like, ugh, it is so emotionally draining, is when I'm around people who might be, like, on a weight loss journey, or or they might be overweight or whatever, and they're, you know, they're constantly, like, doing a pulling the shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Yep. Pulling a shirt to, like feel like they're hiding it yeah because you don't want that shirt to lay on your body you don't want to you know and that's what i was doing and i realized i was like if i'm spending all this time thinking about it i need to spend all this time doing something about it Ooh. and then so i did something about it thank you ryan i really appreciate the question but i will say you know, to close that out for that person who may be in the same situation that I was with, like pulling the shirt down and constantly trying to hide something about your life. It's OK. Like, I would still hug you. I was, you know, what I'm saying like whatever it is, what it is like, you know, but just transfer that energy into something that's going to make you feel better and take action to that struggle. All right. So I'm going to go to Twitter and. You know, I posted something on Twitter. I said, real talk alert. What was your biggest life struggle? You know, I said mine. I, you know, I stated during my keynote address at Summit, which was um, the past guilt of being molested. The fact that I enjoyed it, which I think we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a podcast. The one and, called Barriers. Yeah. And so this guy, Cran Clay at c-o-m-e-l-y-k-c his response originally was i feel for what you went through but social media isn't necessarily the place the place to bear one's soul and so i said 
at Cran. I said his name. I said, I feel you. I do really feel you, but a lot of people are bearing the same, the exact opposite on social media. You know, <laughs> false reality. So meeting somewhere in the middle might help because what happens is I'm saying, what's your struggle? What's your biggest struggle? Yep. And this gentleman says, why would you tell somebody to bear their soul on social media? And so my response is, well, they're lying about the fact that they're happy. Yep. So let's meet somewhere in the middle. It, you know, because I asked the question simply to as a conversation starter so people could be like, oh. So, you know, we kind of went back and forth with that. And then so he said, having said that, I will, meaning he will share a struggle. And he said, I'm living my biggest life struggle right now. I was diagnosed with cancer two weeks ago. <sighs> and, you know, I wanted to – and I said – I'm putting up a little. I'm putting up a lot of positive vibes for you. I'm gonna screenshot this as a reminder for me to give a message to you. So that's why I'm gonna give a message to him today, and just to say, you know, I've been around family members who struggle with cancer. I've been, a, you know, I've talked to friends who struggle with cancer, and so like, there's no way I'm not in your body. I'm not in your mind frame. What that is, but what I do know is to the very end, if you just trust and believe in your own process. Yes, you can believe in a process of whatever medical help you're getting, being homeopathic or, you know, whatever. But if you just trust and believe in your process, you know, because none of us know when the expiration date is for anything in this life. And so what you have right now is the choice to continue to push forward and to stay positive and teach the lesson of embracing the struggle and finding a way to continue to go until whatever X is. And hopefully X is um, obviously the the beating of cancer, right? Like, yeah. that's what I want for him. Um, but, you know, like, I can leave here today. Like, unfortunately, and I, I know people hate talking like this, but we can get an accident and go home tonight. Yeah, it's it's very possible. But what I'm doing from the time here to the time I get in the car and I start to drive is that I'm just going to like live with positivity, with complete transparency. And so that's why I really asked the question for people to say, this is what I'm going through. And now I encourage everyone to, you know, reach out. And, you know, give him some words of encouragement because it's just paying it forward and being positive. And I want to send you lots and lots of love and healing vibes and know that I'm here for you. Up next, we have Fitness True or False Trivia with Sean T. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Leave us your message at SeanTFitness.com slash podcast or on Twitter at SeanTFitness. Listen closely. Now it's time for America's favorite game show, True or False Fitness Trivia with Sean T. All right, we're back with True or False Trivia. And because I got a 50% last week, I'm going to go at it again, and I'm going to try again so I can get 100%. And we're going to leave... I'm not going to say it. What? I'm always driving you. I'm going to leave my very nice soul brother, Todd, up to ask me the questions. All right. Question number one. When you lose weight, fat leaves your body... Or, excuse me, majority of the fat leaves your body via your sweat. True or false? No. Do you know the answer? Uh. You're right. You're right. It is. Oh, false. I know. I'm right. It leaves via your excretion door number two. No. No. Actually, it's breath. Was it just your breath? It says crazy, right? Thought we would, thought you uh, the old saying "sweat is fat" leaving your body seems like the fat is actually being released as carbon dioxide when we exhale. Now, before you start hyperventilating to slim down faster, it's important to note that you can't just shed fat by breathing it out. You still have to create the caloric deficit that leads to fat loss in order to exhale it that way. And oh, by the way, some fat is put through your body through fluids like urine, sweat, tears, etc. Um, well, the reason why I knew that was false is because you see that meme going around that says, my sweat is just my fat crying. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's your breath crying. No. All right, question number two. All right, question number two. So this is your fir- this is your chance to be the first one to get both right. The I pressure was is before. on. Oh, my God. I wish you didn't say that. <laughs> In one hour, you shed 600,000 particles of skin, which over the course of a year equals one and a half pounds. True or false, one and a half pounds of our particles of skin is the same as the weight of an iPad. So basically, does an iPad weigh the same as One and a, a half pound and a half pounds of skin? I don't know how much an article. I don't know how much an iPad weighs, but I do know that that's true. So you're saying it does weigh the same as an no, iPad? No, I'm saying that you do shed. Right. You do shed that much skin a year. Right. So do you think it weighs the same as an iPad? Everybody's looking at their iPad. Can I go, go grab my iPad? Sure. <laughs> I'll go, be right back. Hurry up. Go get it. He didn't say I couldn't grab my iPad. That's true. I got to take it out of its case. Yeah, it's, it's, it's becoming a whole thing. Can I look up how much an iPad weighs? No! <laughs> That'd be cheating. Is this a pound? And, and a, a half. half. A pound and a half. Let's see, ten of these. <laughs> I don't want to be wrong. Come on. Go with your gut. What's your gut say? Yes. You're right. Yes! You got it! 
I got 100% the first time ever on True Fast Trivia with Sean T. That's me. I'm right to day. I know that was horrible singing, but that's what happens when I'm... I love when it. I was in high school... When I was in... Co- not high school. When I was in college, man, I... I I love to get straight A's. Like, I just loved it. I graduated with honors. That's not me boasting, but in high school, I wasn't necessarily like that. But when I got to college, I just, I just, I, um, I realized the importance of education, you know? Yeah. And I just loved getting really good grades. I'm in awe. But I'm so happy. That you were the first one to get them all right? That I was the first one. (laughs) Well, you... Look, you're smarter at me than a lot of things, so I feel like I deserve to get 100 today. See you next week on True or False Trivia and Trust and Believe in Who You Are. You are listening to Trust and Believe with Sean T. Next week on Trust and Believe, we're going to talk about why you should not compare yourself to other people and why you should never play that game. I want to give a huge shout out to Todd Midget. You can find him at NC Fit Club on Instagram and Facebook. Another huge shout out to Alex Colorado. You can find her at Alex0REO on Instagram. They're both great. They help me with the podcast and they help us always trust and believe in who we are to get the message out that you have to know that you can do it. Check, check, one, two, three, check. For more support, visit me at facebook.com slash Fitness. Same on Instagram and Twitter. Or visit me at shantyfitness.com for more support and more motivation.